Hi, welcome to the Inspired Painter Podcast. My name is Jessica Libor, and I am a Philadelphia-based artist, curator, and art professor, as well as artist coach. In this podcast, I cover topics vital to the success of emerging and established artists, like inspiration, mindset, art business relationships, and artist career strategy. You'll also hear interviews from art world luminaries who share their wisdom. My goal for this podcast is for you to feel encouraged, inspired, and in control of your art career, and to help you become the best artist that you can be. Bonjour, my friends. I am back and I'm so excited to share so much that's been going on in my life. Do kind of a catch up episode for you guys um, because a lot has been happening and I feel like you will think that this is really inspiring as well. So yeah, I just wanted to do a spring catch up um, going into summer now. So kind of spring manifestations and summer plans for my artwork and for everything else in my life. But um, I am recording today at my house and um, just taking a walk around my neighborhood, which is very beautiful this time of year. It's full of uh, lots of trees and lots of birds and a random car, if you might hear that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so let's see. To catch you up from last time that we talked, um, first of all, I apologize for not putting out any more um, episodes in a while. I've just been very busy um, in my personal life and then in my coaching for um, many artists. Uh, I did the reinvention launch and many of you guys signed up and so I have been very busy just coaching so many of you which has been really wonderful. I just love it so much and I feel like that particular workshop really resonated with so many of you and um, I may make it available to purchase afterwards. I just have to kind of process it and package it into something that you're able to purchase. But um, I think that that was a really powerful, pivotal class for a lot of you. And um, I'm so happy that it, it's reached you. So anyway, that has happened in at the beginning of May and, um, and so many other things. So Yes, I turned 36. Let's just start there. So I turned 36 on May 20th. May 20th is my birthday. And I always feel like May is like my month. Like I'm the queen of May. And May is like my favorite month of the whole year because it still feels like spring, but like literally all of the flowers are in bloom. So you just walk around and there's cherry blossoms everywhere. Um, The daffodils are still in bloom and um, just everything in the spring is really on full display and I love it and I feel so lucky to be born in that month and to celebrate my birthday every single year that month. Um, So that's been really wonderful. I had a big birthday party at my house and that was so much fun. It was really nice to open up my new home to all my friends and Um, kind of be able to show off like all the hard work I've been doing on this house Um, because as you guys know I have been rehabbing this new house well it's a very old house actually (laughs) but it feels new now 
Like I literally did all of the tile work in the entire kitchen, like hand done all by me, um, like cutting the tile, like setting it, everything. Um, so, and also of course painting and um, putting in new flooring. I did hire somebody to do the flooring, but you get the idea, like everything was redone. And then I had a chance to kind of like show it off with a big party and celebrate my birthday. And it was just a really wonderful time. So I really enjoyed that, just seeing a lot of friends that I haven't seen in a while and um, just showing them my home and celebrating my birthday. And I told everyone no presents, but everyone got me presents anyway. And it just made me feel very loved. And I actually feel like the happiest that I've ever felt. Um, yeah, at this age than I have at any other age. I think it's because I really feel like I know more who I am and I'm kind of unapologetic about it and I feel very confident in myself. I don't have to prove anything and um, yeah, I just, I just feel really good at this age. So it was not a sad thing to turn 36. It, was, it felt really good and I felt very loved and happy. So all that being said, so the house is done. So thank goodness the house is totally complete and that's been really, really wonderful um, to just enjoy that. And I'm cultivating a little indoor garden because I have a greenhouse. And so I've been cultivating like the plants there and that's been really wonderful. Um, and outside I need to tackle a little bit because I've done all of the interior work, but I haven't done any exterior work at all. So, um, so that's next on my to-do list. Probably when I get back from Europe this summer, I'll, I will tackle that. Which brings me to my next point. Spring manifestations. Okay, so I have been invited to do a show in Paris. And this is a solo show. It's going to be at Serre Wangari, which, um, which is a greenhouse in Paris. It's like a cultural center and garden greenhouse. So they have exhibitions. They have... Um, you know, performances by different artists, and uh, they have invited me to do a solo show there. And it's a long story how that came to be, but I'm so excited, and they've been so lovely to work with so far. So, um, so yeah, that's going to be on July 20th. So, it's going to be right after my artist residency, which is in Normandy in July. So, it's the week after my artist residency in Normandy. So, right after that. I will go straight to Paris and basically install all the pieces and I have to give an artist talk in French, which will be interesting. Um, so I've been like cramming French. I've never studied French before, so this will all be new to me, but I have been studying um, almost every day for about 30 to 45 minutes. So I'm learning a lot of new words and I have a new appreciation for anyone who has come to a foreign country and like learned the language because it is no joke like it is really hard to learn a whole new language but i'm really enjoying french i love the language it's so beautiful and um i'll just i just keep thinking about how wonderful it will feel to be able to like converse and to be fluent in french and i think that's my goal is to like be fluent in french so yes uh, learning french that is another one of my spring manifestations that's going to kind of bleed into summer and um, it's been really fun so far so yes the show in Paris 
It is going to be called Romanced by the Forest, which I just kind of got in a download while I was um, while I was meditating one day, and I've learned to really trust these ideas that come to me while I'm meditating and I'm in a really pure state of mind because they typically come from like a higher part of me that knows that this will work. So it's going to be called Romanced by the Forest. Um, They really wanted me to do something that had to do with nature, which was no problem for me because so much of my work has to do with nature. So, um, So yeah, Romanced by the Forest. It's going to be lots of heroines, fairy tale heroines in the forest um, it, with a romantic twist. So it's going to be really fun. And um, yeah, so Romance by the Forest. And in French, it is Amarole de la Forêt. So, yes. <laughs> and I have to write a speech and give the speech. They're going to like market it and everything. So. I have no idea who will come, but it will be beautiful. The space is just like gorgeous. It's a greenhouse, very high ceilings, um, with like all these wood accents and plants everywhere. And it's just really, really beautiful. And I feel so lucky. And this is a major manifestation because I have always wanted to show in Paris, like always, always wanted to exhibit in Paris. And this will be my first time exhibiting internationally. So it's a big deal. And this is not just like a group show. This is like I'm doing a solo show and I'm giving an artist talk. So it's pretty major. I'm very excited. Um, The twist is that I have to like make all this work, (laughs) right? Because it kind of came out of nowhere very fast. And um, so I'm going to be working. uh, My plan is to work um, on canvas and actually to do like watercolor on canvas do a series of watercolors on canvas specifically for this show um, because I want to be able to transport them really easily Um, for any of you who have listened to this podcast for a long time you know that I went to France last summer and they lost my paintings like they lost my suitcase with the paintings in it that I made during my residency Um, It did come back to me two weeks later, was delivered to my doorstep. But just because of that experience, I try not to let my art out of my sight, um, if at all possible. So I'm not gonna be shipping my major works over there. I'm going to be kind of playing it safe this time and doing smaller pieces that are very easy to transport. So that is my plan for transporting them over there. I will let you know how it goes. And maybe next time I'll be brave enough to ship them over there or something. But right now, I'm just, I'm just not feeling that right now. But uh, so yeah, Amaro de la Forêt. That will be the second week, or I'm sorry, the third week in July. This episode is sponsored by the Luminary Artist Academy. The Luminary Artist Academy is a six-month self-paced transformational course for contemporary realist feminine artists to blossom into the higher level of professional success from the inside out. The Luminary Artist Academy was written for you. As an artist myself who has been through the dark night of my own soul and through the thickets of my own limiting beliefs, in order to come out on the other side, I feel the struggle and I know where you are. 
I know the desires that you feel and the frustration at feeling like they are out of reach, and I have discovered the keys to unlocking your own potential and totally transforming the reality of your creative practice and your experience as an artist in a very short time after doing it myself. And I wrote the Luminary Artist Academy to share this process with you. So the Luminary Artist Academy is a comprehensive, detailed, step-by-step course that takes you on an odyssey through the inner chambers of your heart and soul to your creative practice and out into the world where you shine your confident feminine light as a luminary in your field. This course supports you every single step of the way to guide you into stepping into your highest version of yourself within your artistic career and your life. Don't let another year go by just thinking about it and without taking action. Being in limbo, saying next time or I'll do it later, is the reason why you feel like you're spinning your wheels and staying stuck. By doing the same things in the same way, you'll likely be in the same place you are now, six months from now, if you don't take action. Take the first steps today to believe in a different future for yourself. The gallery shows, press celebrating your work, and sales pouring in from your art is what you know you are meant for and what you ultimately deserve. Your most aligned artistic career is waiting for you. It's time to believe in yourself and value your dreams. I believe in you. Explore the course via the link in the show notes or at www.thevisionaryartistsalon.com. All right, what else? So my Normandy residency is before that. That's going to be a residency in Normandy, France, with um, about 20 other females as part of the Muses um, residency group. So that we're doing an artist residency together. Um, This is the same group that I went to Scotland with. Um, Slightly different attendees, but um, it's going to be kind of like the same vibe. We're staying in this beautiful chateau. And um, a, a big theme of the residency is dance. So they're having this dancer come. She's a, she's like trained, I don't know, I think they said Juilliard, something like that. Um, but she's a ballet dancer, like a professional ballet dancer. And she's going to teach us all this stuff. We're going to make a, an art film, a dance film. Um, and I'll also be uh, painting, of course. So that will be the week beforehand. The other thing is I have a boyfriend. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, I don't ever really talk about my personal life on here, but um, I've kind of been like very focused on my art for the last like decade. And um, yeah, this year I really wanted to kind of open up my life and uh, let somebody in and um, kind of manifest a good partner. And so... You know, it's still new, but I have a boyfriend for the first time in uh, 13 years. So (laughs) it's kind of a big deal. It's actually a huge deal. And he's very romantic and we align on a lot of things and he's very handsome. So I'm very excited to see how that goes. Um, This is actually the first time I've talked about it publicly. Um, We're not like posting about each other yet or anything, but it's just kind of a big manifestation that happened in May. Uh, actually, 
you know what, the first week of June. So um, it's like the end of May. So that happened um, after just a couple months of just getting to know each other. And uh, so that's kind of a big deal too. A lot of manifestations happening all at once, which is very exciting. Um, So what else do I have to share with you guys? All right. I wanted to tell you a little story. Um, So I went to, this is a manifestation story about how your energy can change things really, really fast. Um, So I went to a horse show. Um, We have something called the Radnor Hunt near where I live. And it's this beautiful kind of My Fair Lady-esque event and uh, we can you know you can go and you can watch the horses and it's basically like a horse race but it's like a huge party as well like thousands of people go everyone dresses up the ladies wear big hats Um, the men wear like pinstripe suits it's like very cute everyone has like a picnic and tents and it's like very it's very bougie Um, and I really love it so I went with uh, my friend Antoinette this year and so we were watching the horses and I brought my paint set and um, I was I was painting in oil. Um, I really love the painting that I did this year of this one horse. Um, it's a dark brown horse running like mid stride and um, I finished it and or I was about halfway through and this man came up and he was talking to me about my process and um, he said that at the end of the day, he would buy it. And I said, okay, great. That's, that's awesome. You know, I'll, I'll look for you at the end of the day. So I'm painting. I finished the painting. Um, we're like getting ready to go. Like we're, we're ready to like pack up and everything. And I see the guy and it looks like he's like hiding. He's like hiding in this like group of people. And I kind of catch his eye and, and I wave at him. And he just like kind of retreats even further. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Like, what if, I don't know. Like, I I really want somebody who wants my painting to like be very excited to acquire it. I don't want to have to chase people down and um, force them to buy it and make them pay up or something like that. And I was really disappointed because it's always nice to sell a painting, right? (laughs) And um, I was like, okay, I'm just going to like take a pause here. I'm going to go for a walk. So I went for a little walk and um, I like used the restroom. I just walked around for like 10 minutes and I sat down and I was like, okay, you know, my energy right now is, is disappointed. It feels like, you know, somebody's not valuing my work and I don't want to go up to him and ask him if he still wants it because he's clearly not moving towards me. Um... And then what I did was I just like took a couple deep breaths and I was like, you know what? Let's just anchor into the value of my own work. Like my work is so valuable. Like what I do is such a gift to the world and my collectors value my work so much. They are so excited to really appreciate and love every piece that I do and they know that it is truly valuable. They value me and they value my work and they follow through on what they say. And whether or not he'll come back, he's going to come back and offer me more or someone else will come by and will want to purchase it. And 
I felt really calm and confident, like at the end of this kind of mini visualization that I did, which was just like a minute. And um, I walked back to the place where we had set up, like with a very different energy. Like I was very, I felt very confident. And I felt like, you know, no matter what happened, I know the value of my work. I know it's awesome. And I know that's a really good painting that I made that day. So I walked back and I kind of like dropped the manifestation. I was like, you know what? Whatever's meant to be will be. So I went back and I was kind of like feeling really good, feeling really free. I let go of like trying to make that guy buy it. And um, I was just kind of like, <laughs> I went back to the tent and um, some they had put some fun music on some of the friends that I was there with. And um, I just kind of like started dancing to the music and like I was just having a fun time with these people. And this one woman, she started dancing with me and she was like, um, I just love your energy and I love the painting that you did. And I was like, oh, thanks. And she's like, has anyone bought it? I was like, no. And she was like, well, I'll buy it. And I was like, okay, great. And like I told her the price and she was like, okay, great. Yeah, I'll, I'll Venmo it to you right now. Um, so she bought it. <laughs> and um, literally this happened like maybe two minutes after I did this visualization. And, um, and it was such like a good, like easy flowing energy. Like it was, it felt effortless. And she came over and she's like, let's get a picture together with the painting. And um, she's like, I'm so excited. And she really loved it. And um, it was like, there was no, there was no feeling of like, grasping or like uh, striving or like trying to make it work it was just like so easy so it's a fun little manifestation story right how your energy can really turn a a situation around like that um so I I wanted to share that with you guys because it was it was so dramatic like how it happened um yeah from one minute to the next like a totally different situation so don't give up And just know that your art career is, it's 100% within your control. Like you control everything about it. Like if you don't like your work, you can change the way you paint. If you don't like where you're showing, you can change where you're showing. Um, You have complete control and it's all based on how you feel about your work and other people respond to that. I just got chills thinking about that again because it was such a dramatic representation of that. All right, so what else do I have to share with you guys? So we painting work for Paris. um, And then, yes, I'll be launching my Paris collection. So that'll be probably after the Paris show, maybe before, I don't know, I haven't decided yet. um, Because I'm going to be making work in Paris as well. I might just launch the whole Paris collection like after I get back from the show. And that's, I mean, who knows, things might sell at the show. Um, but I am going to be launching the work that I make in Paris, um, either in July or early August. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and that just, you know, for any of you artists who release collections, release like exhibitions online, in addition to in person, you know, that it's just a lot of like photographing the work and, um, describing the work and like, Um, it's just a lot of like administrative work after you do the actual artwork. So that's something I'll be working on as well. Um, probably in June and July, like early July before I leave. Um, 
So that's what I'll be working on as well. The Romance Divide the Forest collection. Um, the other thing that I am very excited about is in September, or I'm sorry, in October, um, I am curating this exhibition. It's called Titania's Ball. And it has, um, it has some really big name artists in it that I'm very excited about. And Titania is a reference to Queen Titania from A Midsummer Night's Dream. And um, I just have always loved that play. I actually performed in it when I was little. So um, that is what we're doing the show about. Anything to do with like fairies, Shakespeare, um, Titania's Ball. Yeah, very like fairy-like. It's going to be hosted at Tyler Arboretum. And the artists that are featured in this are Stephen Assail, no big deal, um, Carrie Dunn, Christy Gordon, Lucas Bononi, and Teresa Oaxaca. And they are our kind of like headliner artists. And then everything else is kind of like an open call. So this is open to you to, um, to submit your works for this. And I will be curating it. So if you would like to submit your works, I'm going to put the link in the show notes for you. Um, and the deadline is not until August. So you have a little bit of time to make some work. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, I'm having a meeting with them, uh, next week. And we're going to talk about like, um, some really cool ideas I have for the opening night, like, um, like a singer, a very ethereal singer sitting on a moon, which I think will be really cool. And, um, I really want to incorporate some like magical forest scapes, like in and among the paintings as well. Um, I was recently at an event at the Philadelphia Museum of Art and they did this and it was so magical. I really loved it. Um, like lots of plants, like in kind of beds on the ground, creating these kind of sculptural, interesting shapes, like in between the actual artworks. So I'm going to see if we can like work together and create a really immersive experience. Um, I also am playing around with the idea of having a DJ just because like it's called Titania's Ball and it might be really cool to kind of like actually turn it into a dance by the end of the night. So I think it's going to be a really, really cool event and it's also going to be a costume ball. So anybody that comes, you can come dressed up and we are going to really encourage that. Also because it's so close to Halloween, I mean, it's perfect. So that's going to be really exciting, but I'm not really thinking too much about that until after I get back um, from, from Paris, because that's kind of a big deal too. Um, other things I've been thinking about is kind of just like elevating my overall brand as an artist. And I know the kind of artists that listen to my podcast, and I know that you're, you're basically all on board with me with this as well. Um, you want to be the best that you can be and you want your work to make a tangible difference in the world and also to make a tangible difference in your life. Like you want to elevate your art, your art career to the point where you're, that's how you're making your living and you're making good living at it, you know? So I'm going to be elevating my, um, my brand. And what does that look like? Um, well, um, I think that it just means like, breaking into the luxury market as an artist, um, like, like breaking into, breaking into a certain bracket for selling my work, like selling my work for certain prices that I've never sold it 
before. And um, yeah, I have some ideas for how to kind of like get there and different ways to position myself in the market, which I'll probably be sharing with you guys more later. Um, but I'm kind of still in the uh, figuring it out stage. Um, and I have some really cool mentors I'm working with right now as well. So it's going to be going to be fun just seeing how everything manifests this summer as well um so yeah kind of luxury market embodying luxury with my with my artistic brand and um for those of you guys who like follow me on instagram you know i'm kind of like very like cottage core i mean i i do love like that whole i'm a fairy living in the woods kind of vibe <laughs> But um, I also, I do love luxury too. And um, I love beautiful experiences. Like, and I've been thinking a lot about the brand Dior. Um, I used to work for Dior. So I worked for Dior for seven years um, in my 20s. And it's such a beautiful brand. And I just, I really love their marketing. I love um, kind of the, their celebration of femininity and how classical and classic they are. And um, I've just been thinking about like, well, how can I make my own artistic brand um, that iconic, you know, not to copy them, but what are some things that they do that are iconic that I could kind of translate into my own artistic brand? Um, yeah, because I want my art to like I want it to last long beyond me. I want it to be in museums. I want it to be in the history books. I want it to like make an impact in the world. And um, I think part of that is having like a really strong, beautiful brand and elevating, elevating your work. Um, and truly that all starts with how you think about it. Like it, it really does start with like your own thoughts about your own work um, and believing that it is it's already there and then people will just believe what you think about it <laughs> just like I shared in the the horse painting and how just my thoughts around that within one minute just dramatically changed um, yeah I mean people will respond to that energy and I think that when you think of your work in a higher level you're going to make choices that make your work better, that exhibit it in better places, and you're going to take more risks that lead you to better places. So it all does start within, for sure. The other thing I wanted to say is that my rates are going up in September, uh, my coaching rates, just because I've been getting so busy. So um, my rates are going to be going up in September. So if you have been wanting to coach with me, now is the time to kind of lock in the rates. If you wanted to purchase a package or purchase the Visionary Artist, um, sorry, the uh, Luminary Artist Academy. Right now it's at 1700, but it will be going up in September. Um, so if you wanted to do that, now is the time to purchase that so that you can lock in that rate. And um, yeah, that is kind of a recap of what's been going on in my life. I mean, a lot of good things. Like, it's very exciting. Um, yeah, and I do think that, like, I don't know, it's been crazy. Like, this summer, just so much has, like, effortlessly manifested. Um, particularly, like, the, the Paris show and 
like in my love life and you know other things as well so I encourage you like even if you're manifesting something and you feel like it's been a long time coming like I feel like if you just if you stay at that energy level of like believing that it's coming believing it's possible and you're ready to meet it it will happen there's like no way that it won't it's like the law of probability like you're gonna bump into the right thing eventually you know um so do not be weary of well-doing that's a verse in the bible um but yeah just a little catch up a little more personal session today and um i'm gonna get back to painting now just wanted to share this with you oh there's one last thing I am doing a class at the end of June. I'm doing a virtual class. It's going to be all about um, signs and symbols and adding spirituality to your art. So this is a topic I'm very interested in um, and I've learned a lot about over the past year. So it's like using ancient signs and symbols like from all different cultures throughout the world um, and also using compositional elements to create deeper meaning and significance in your work to kind of bring more layers into your work that are personally resonant with you um, to give it like a more resonant energy. So you should definitely check that out if you're interested. It's by donation. So if you want to sign up, um, anybody can afford it. I mean, donations start at $5. So definitely, if you are interested in this topic, just sign up and I'll be giving the live workshop with slides and then sending a replay afterwards if you cannot make it or if you can make it I'll just send it to everyone who um, is registered so I hope you can make that I will also put that in the show notes oh right guys I think that's all for today I will be releasing more podcasts soon I am getting back on the podcast bandwagon so I did not forget about you I was just busy manifesting amazing things. (laughs) So I will talk to you guys soon and I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspired Painter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate you leaving a five-star review with your experience. This helps other people discover the podcast who might be encouraged by it as well. And if you are interested in booking a coaching call with me, to create a plan for your art career and overcome limits that may be holding you back, please visit the link in the show notes or send me a DM on Instagram at Jessica Libor Studio. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, stay inspired.